Welcome to the Myth, Legend and Lore podcast. Battle of the White Strand 1. The Enemies of Ireland Of all the battles that the Fianna fought to keep the foreigners out of Ireland, the greatest was the one that was fought at Fintry, the White Strand in Munster. And this is the whole story of it, and of the way the Fianna came to have such a great name. One time, the enemies of Ireland gathered together under Deir Don, High King of the Great World thinking to take Ireland and put it under tribute. The King of Greece was of them, and the King of France, the King of the Eastern World, and Luman of the Broad Arms, King of the Saxons, and Fiaca, the Long Hair, King of the Gerin, and Tor, the son of Bregan, King of the Great Plain, and Slagic, son of the Men of Septa, Homur of the Crooked Sword, King of the Men of Dogheads, and Cachin, King of the Men of Catheads and Castle of the Feathers, King of Lochlan, and Madden of the Bent Neck, son of the King of the Marshes, and the three kings from the rising of the sun in the east, and Ogermak, daughter of the King of Greece, the best woman warrior that ever came into the world, and a great many other kings and great lords accompanied. The King of the World asked then, Who is there that can give me knowledge of the harbours of Ireland? I will do that for you, and I will bring you to a good harbour, said Glass, son of Bremen, that had been put out of Ireland by Finn for doing some treachery. Then the armies set out in their ships, and they were not gone far when the wind rose and the waves, and they could hear nothing but the wild playing of the sea women, and the screams of frightened birds, and the breaking of ropes and sails. But... After a while, when the wind found no weakness in the heroes, it rose from them and went up into its own high place. And then the sea grew quiet, and the waves grew tame, and the harbours friendly, and they stopped for a while at an island that was called the Green Rock. But the king of the world said then, It is not a harbour like this you promised me, glass son of Bremen, but a shore of white sand where my armies could have their fares and their gatherings the time they would not be fighting. I know of a harbour of that sort in the west of Ireland, said Glass, the harbour of the White Strand in Corcadun. So they went into their ships again, and they went over the sea towards Ireland. Two, Kale and Cria. Now as to Finn, when it was shown to him that the enemies of Ireland were coming, he called together the seven battalions of the Fianna, and the place where they gathered was on the hill that was called Fiantilloch, the White Hill in Munster. They often stopped on that hill for a while, and spear shafts with spells on them were brought to them there, and they had every sort of thing for food. Beautiful blackberries, 
boughs of the hawthorn, nuts of the hazels, tender twigs of the bramble bush, sprigs of wholesome gentian, watercress at the beginning of summer. And there would be brought to them their cooking pots, birds out of the oak woods and squirrels from the beramine, and speckled eggs from the cliffs, salmon out of the lumic, eels of Sionin and woodcock of Fidrin, the otters from the hidden places of the Doyle, and fish from the coasts of Bue and Bear, and dulse from the bays of Clare. And as they were going to set out southwards, they saw one of their own young men, Kael, grandson of Naune, coming towards them. Where are you come from, Kael? Finn asked him. From Brunaboyne, he said. What were you asking there? said Finn. I was asking to speak with Murin, daughter of Derg. It was my own nurse, said he. For what cause? said Finn. It was about a high marriage, and a woman of the she that was shown to me in a dream. Crea, it was I saw, daughter of the king of Carigluacra. Do you know this, Kale? said Finn. That she is the greatest deceiver of all the women of Ireland. There is hardly a precious thing in Ireland, but she has coaxed it away to her own great done. And do you know what she asks of every man that comes asking for her? said Kale. I know it, said Finn. She will let no one come unless he is able to make a poem, setting out the report of her bowls and her horns and cups, her grand vessels and all her palaces. I have that already, said Kale. It was given to me by my nurse, Murin, daughter of Derg. They gave up the battle then for that time, and they went over every hilly place, and every stony place, until they came to Locure in the west, and they came to the door of the hill of the she, and knocked at it with the shafts of their long, gold-socketed spears. And there came young girls having yellow hair to the windows of the hall, and Crea herself, having three times fifty women with her, and came out to speak with them. It is to ask you in marriage we are come, said Finn. Who is asking for me? said she. It is Kael, the Hundred Killer, grandson of Naunin, son of the King of Leinster in the East. I have heard talk of him, but I have never seen him, said Crea. And has he any poem for me? she said. I have that, said Kael. And he rose up then and sang this poem. A journey I have to make, and it is no easy journey, to the house of Crea against the breast of the mountain with the paps of Dana. It is there I must be going through hardships for the length of seven days. It is pleasant, our house, the men and boys and women, with druids and musicians, with cupbearers and doorkeepers, with a horse boy that does not leave his work, the distributor to share food, and Crea, of the fair hair having command over them all. It would be delightful to me in her done with coverings and with down, if she has but a mind to listen to me. A bowl she has with juice of berries, and it to make her eyebrows black. Crystal vats of fermenting grain, beautiful cups and vessels. Her house is the colour of lime. There are rushes for beds, and many silken coverings and blue cloaks. Red gold is there, and bright drinking horns. 
Her sunny house is beside Locure, made of silver and yellow gold. Its ridge is thatched without fault with the crimson wings of birds. The doorposts are green, the lintel is of silver taken in battle. Crea's chair is on the left, a delight of delights covered with the gold of Elga. At the foot of the pleasant bed is the bed that was made of precious stones by Tulle in the east. Another bed there is on the right, of gold and silver, and made without any fault. Curtains it has, the colour of foxglove, hanging on the rods of copper. The people of her house, it is they that have delight. Their cloaks are not faded white, they are not worn and smooth. Their hair is fair and curly. Wounded men in their blood would sleep hearing the birds of the she singing in the eaves of that sunny house. If I have any thanks to give to Kriya, for whom the cuckoo calls, will get better praise than this. If love service I have done is pleasing to her, let her not delay, let her say, your coming is welcome to me. A hundred feet there are in her house, from one corner to another. Twenty feet fully measured is the width of her great door. Her roof has a thatch of the wings of blue and yellow birds. The border of her well is of crystals and carbuncles. There is a vat there of royal bronze, the juice of pleasant mould running from it. Over the vat is an apple tree with its heavy fruit. When Crea's horn is filled from that vat, or apples fall into it together. She that owns all these things, both at low water and flood, Crea from the hill of the three peaks. She is beyond all women of Ireland, by the length of a spear cast. Here is this song for her. Tis no sudden bright gift it is, no hurried asking. I bring it to Crea of the beautiful shape, that my coming might be very bright to her. Then Crea took him for her husband, and the wedding feast was made. And the whole of the Fianna stopped there through the seven days, with drinking and pleasure, and having every good thing. Three. Con Crether. Then now, when he had turned from his road to go to Crea's house, it sent out a watchman to every landing place, to give a warning when the ships of the strangers would be in sight. And the man that was keeping watch at the White Strand was Con Crether, son of Bran from Team Heroacra. And after he had been a long time watching, it was one night west from the round hill of the Fianna that is called Kruken Adran, and there he fell asleep. And while he was in his sleep, the ships came. And what roused him? was the noise of the breaking of shields and the clashing of swords and spears and the cries of women and children and the houses that were under flame and those the strangers were making an attack on. Con Crither started up when he heard that and said, "'Tis a great trouble has come to the people through my sleep. I will not stay living after this, for Finn and the Fianna of Ireland to see me. But I will rush into the middle of the strangers, and they will fall by me until I fall by them. He put on his suit of battle and then ran towards the strand, and on the way he saw three women dressed in battle clothes before him. As fast as he ran, he could not overtake them. He took out his spear then to make a cast of it at a woman who was nearest to him, but she stopped and said, 
Hold your hands and do not harm us, for we have not come to harm you. We are here to help you. Who are you yourselves? said Conkrether. We are three sisters, she said. We have come from Tirnanog, the country of the young, and we have all three given you our love, and no one of us loves you less than the other, and it is to give you our help we are come. What way will you give me help? said Con. We will make druid armies about you from the stalks of grass and from the tops of watercress, and they will cry out to strangers, and they will strike their arms from their hands and take from them their strength and eyesight. And we will put a druid mist about you now that will hide you from the armies of the strangers, and they will not see you when you make an attack on them. And we have a well of healing at the foot of Sleeve Eolair, the Eagle's Mountain, and its waters will cure every wound made in battle. And after bathing in that well, you will be as whole and as sound as the day you were born. And bring whatever man you like best with you, she said, and we will heal him along with you. Concrether gave them his thanks and hurried onto the strand. And it was at that time the armies of the King of the Great Plain were taking spoils from Tregmodern in the north to Fintry in the south. And Concrether came on them and the Druid army with him, and he took their spoils from them. And the druid army took their sight and their strength from them, and they were routed, and they made a way to where the king of the great plain was, and Conkrether followed, killing and destroying. Stop with me, King Hero, said the king of the great plain, that I may fight with you on account of my people, since there is not one of them that turns to stand against you. So the two set their banners in the earth and attacked one another, and fought a good part of the day, until Conkrether struck off the king's head. He lifted up the head, and he was boasting of what he had done. By my word, he said, I will not let myself be parted from this body till some of the Fianna, few or many, will come to me.